Welcome to the Guns and Radio Podcast. This is episode number 41. And as always, each and every Monday, I'm famous Stephen Wright impersonator Chris Caputo. <laughs> and I'm Dustin Bones. And uh, I can hear it now. Like, now I hear it. And it's stuck in my head. Uh... It's stuck in mine, too. I'm just like, what? It's always weird when like someone points it out for you, like someone you never know. Like, oh, you look like this guy, and you're just you can't get it out of your fucking head. Never yeah. happens to you. I get Seth Rogen. I look like Seth Rogen. I get that all the time. Yeah. And I get uh, that I sound like Doctor Phil all the time. Really? Those are those are my two. Yeah. Somehow I don't know how yeah. people figure that out, but uh... yeah. Anyway, our. <laughs> Our song of the day is going to be Suicide by Steven Adler, and uh, we're really looking forward to reviewing that song. And uh, I'm not even being sarcastic this time. It's, it's cool to have a uh, Adler's Appetite uh, song for a change. This will complete, this will be everybody then. Then we'll have a solo song from everybody, won't we? Pretty, yeah, technically. Each of the five, because we said we would do all the solo songs of the original five. Yeah. So that's Axel. So we've done one Axel song from Rapid Fire. Rapid Fire. We've done a few Duff songs, uh, m- more than a few Izzy songs. Uh, Slash. A couple, yeah. Yeah, this is the last one. So this completes. It took us 41 episodes to finally get a Steven song, but we're finally doing it tonight. Oh, damn time. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, before we get into our song of the day and uh, talk about all the fun news and things that we've got to talk about with what's going on, both within the GNR community and our personal lives, uh, we, uh, we're we going to have to roll that shout-out train and uh, let's holler at some people. Whoop, whoop. Uh, I got a couple shout-outs this week. Um, a big shout-out to a couple of our Discord members. Um, to slugs and I don't know if I'm gonna pronounce this one right. It's I think it's maybe it's not needle or noodle. It's N double X D L E. You can critique me and whatever <laughs> or call me a fucking idiot because I don't know what the hell you how to pronounce your username. But shout out to him and slugs. Those guys have been uh, basically running a, a party on our jukebox uh, channel on our server. So shout out to them for keeping the music going there that. almost every single day for the last couple weeks now. Yeah, that's been really cool. Like, you log on, and then you can just listen to somebody else play the music. That's pretty dope. Yeah, so shout-out to them. And another shout-out, to, again, to the people behind the Izzy Stradlin Concert Petition. You can follow them on Instagram at Izzy Stradlin Concert Petition or on Twitter at Izzy Concert 2018, I believe is the handle. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure it is. But shout-outs to them. They've invited us into their little private Facebook group now. So you guys can find us there if you're already not in that group or what. Well, it's private, so I guess, yeah. <laughs> I guess if you're not in it, you ain't going to see us in there. But yeah, we're yeah. in it now, so at least I am. I didn't even think we're you there. had a Facebook. But... Yeah, no, I got rid of that ever since, you know, some crazy bitch tried hacking, so. Oh, uh, Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I do. I want to say uh, something to Chris from the Izzy Stradling group. 
because uh, we alluded to it kind of at the beginning of the show, but he said, hang on, I'm going to pull up the actual quote here, so uh, I can quote him, but this was uh, this was really funny, so Chris, and I'm not going to say your last name, because you're probably a private citizen, so we'll, uh, we'll keep it that way, uh, he says, your co-host sounds like Stephen Wright, I keep waiting on uh, him to make a sarcastic punchline, like... I was hitchhiking the other day, and a hearse pulled over. I said, no thanks, I'm not going that far. <laughs> I love that violence. <laughs> that is good. good. So that made me, I didn't know who that was, so I looked him up. Here's a clip. Past the gas station, there are two signs in the window, help wanted, self-service. <laughs> so I went in and hired myself. That's what Stephen Wright sounds like, for uh, for those of you that don't know. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I got. Don't forget, if you guys want to uh, join the conversation and come interact with us, you can do so over on our Discord. We will be around, and uh, not all the time. Like, I'm guilty of not coming in there, but maybe once a week. <laughs> but uh, I check it out, and... Uh, and you can come holler at us over there, and plus, uh, that's also that's the best place to get in touch with us because yeah. we, uh, we try to respond to everybody. Mm-hmm. And also on Twitter and Instagram at Guns and Radio Pod, and uh, of course, as always, over on uh, GunsandRadio.com, where you can find follow-up information to this song. We'll have more information on this song that we're going to be reviewing, and all the extra stuff you'll need. To uh, be able to do our watch-alongs and uh, stuff like that with us that we're going to do later today. So with that, Caputo, what say you? This episode started. Let's do it. All right. Let me get my hashtag gets Miller time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're sponsored by Miller. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Is that what they look like in Canada? No, I'm actually drinking a, a vodka soda. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was about to say, did they change the cans in Canada? That's cool. No, no. I was going to get you to send me one of those. <laughs> I've been trying to get my hands on one of those Guns and Rose or Rose. I think they got uh, their asses suits, so I don't know if <laughs> those exist anymore. Yeah, I know, but it would have been cool to have in my collection. Definitely. Especially now that they don't anymore. Yeah. Or Black Death Vodka. <laughs> oh, dude. Was that, that's the one that Slash was sponsored by, if I remember from a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah. I already forgot about that. I think it was Black <laughs> Death. Oh, fuck. Who knows? Someone's going to correct us. Get your this, shit so. together. Yeah, let us know. Hit us up on Discord. Let us know. I'll give you a shout out on the next episode. Yeah, yeah. That way we don't have to go back into our own archives and listen to yeah oh yeah we record these episodes once i listen to them when they come out and then like after that it's highly unlikely i'm ever gonna listen to it again i listen to uh after it's out i do listen to it once because sometimes you know you upload something on the internet yeah and then like the tail end will get cut out Mm -hmm. or it'll fuck up when it's uploading and then some of it or it might upload 10 minutes so i'm I don't know if it does that that much anymore because I haven't had that happen in a real long time, but it yeah. used to happen all the time when I first started on YouTube. Now, granted, that was back in 2009, mm-hmm. uh, 
but uh, it hadn't happened in a really long time. But back then, it made part of the practice of uploading something is to watch it to completion mm-hmm. once it's uploaded, just to make sure everything's as it should be. Which I haven't done it since the Anchor era of the show started, but back when we were on Spreaker, because I don't know if Anchor will let you re-upload things. But there has been episodes where something made the edit that I didn't intend to make the edit. Yeah. So I went in and uh, and corrected it. Yeah. Um, and uh, what, what do you call that? Post-actively editing? Did the George yeah. Lucas one? We just basically just put like a patch on top of it. It's like a video game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which right now we're not uh, popular enough that a lot of people notice. Yeah. So, I mean, our hardcore fans Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the, the main one that uh, that I can think of is the Welcome to the Jungle mm-hmm. episode, the very first episode. It's been edited four times now. Oh. We know how that goes with reboots or remakes. <laughs> it's just like, speaking of that, actually, since I we're on the topic of that. I don't know if you like read, but recently they're trying to like remake Scarface now. Which like, why the fuck what? would you even think of doing that? Like, leave oh. that movie as is. It's fucking a goldmine of a gangster movie. Do not remake it. What's the point? Stop, you son of a bitch! That's the devil, man. That's the devil talking. Is, is yeah. Whose idea that is? Hollywood. <laughs> That's bullshit. Yeah, I was gonna say. That. Then again, with this like coronavirus shit around, they're not going to be able to shoot it for another two and a half years anyway. So I will not have this in my studio. No, what they're going to do, see, this is the perfect time for us to get a Star Wars movie. Preferably one with George Lucas directing, because they shoot everything in front of a fucking green screen anyway. So, like, all they yeah, have... but you can only have, like, five people in a room. That's all you need. Speaking of the future movies, they're probably just going to put, like, uh, AI or, like, robots in them. And those are going to be the next actors. Wouldn't that be some shit if everything was like, uh, like Toy Story, like, and like, like we were bitching when all the special effects, like we lost practical effects altogether, mm-hmm. and now it's completely CGI. If every movie was one hundred percent CGI, Ooh. no, <laughs> hard pass. Oh, which reminds me, did you see where, uh, you know, we was talking about, <laughs> we talk about Tiger King on this show a lot, yeah. but did you see where Nicolas Cage is uh, going to be playing Joe Exotic in a movie? Oh, my God, I saw that. I'm like, you know what? That's actually not a bad casting call. I'm in for that. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. You can guarantee goddamn tea. I went to a bar this weekend with some friends of mine. There's this bar called Spectators down in Jeff City. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's hard to get me to go out any fucking way, just because yeah. I'm always either editing this or recording one of the three podcasts that we're doing now, or even even when I'm not doing that, like uh, I've got other plans that doesn't involve going to bars with other friends. So, yeah. a lot of people was messaging me wanting me to come out to spectators, and because uh, they're all, we're all in this big group chat. And in my head, I was going, no fucking way am I going to Spectators with all this shit going on. Yeah. Spectators is always crowded. Mm-hmm. It's always like you're, you know, you're pushing through people to get to the bathroom and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, I always get my ass grabbed by somebody I don't know. Carol Baskin. 
And uh, at this point, I've just accepted it as part of the experience. So, like, I don't even <laughs> like I don't even look for who did that anymore. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, uh, it could have been the same person for all these years. Maybe he or she thought you were really sexy. It was just like a mating call. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> but uh, they started sharing pictures, and there it turns out there's like four people there, and it was them <laughs> plus the bartender. <laughs> It's just us here, man. We're shutting this place down. So I didn't tell them I would go because I didn't, you know, want to commit. So, like, I just kind of started getting ready to go out. Like, I went, you know, took a not really a whole shower, but one of those airplane showers. Uh, Then I got, uh, I got, uh, I got dressed a little nicer than I was. It took a bit, took me about an hour. Hmm. Uh, going on my own times, taking my sweet time. And I figured if they're still there, I'll go in. If they're still there, I'll hang out with them for a few minutes. And if not, you know, make an appearance, hmm. see a few friends I hadn't seen in a while. And, uh, cause I really did want to go out. So when I got there, it had been knocked down to three. So I'm like even better. You know? <laughs> and, uh, so I went in and saw them and hung out with some friends for a little while and, yeah, and then went back home like nothing happened. Like I didn't even drink. I went to the bartender and I was like, "Hey, sell me a coke and a scotch glass so I can look like I'm being social without being social." Yeah. <laughs> and he did it because I was like, by that point, like I'd already had like two Jaeger bombs and two beers because I wouldn't plan on going anyway. Yeah, <laughs> so I was like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna drink too much. I don't want to fuck up and not be able to drive." So you don't want no part of this shit. Yeah. I was paranoid the whole fucking time, though. As soon as I came home, I took a shower (laughs) and, like, uh, threw my clothes in a separate dirty clothes bin. And I was like, I'm not going to touch those for three days, and then I'll go wash them. (laughs) Speaking of COVID-19, we talked about this a little (laughs) bit. We talked about this a little bit and uh, before we went on the air. What do you think about that stupid-ass COVID-19 shirt that GNR has released? Well, you kind of already said it in there. It is a stupid-ass T-shirt. But the, the only really pro about it is that is all the net proceeds are at least going to uh, music cares. So they're going to, it's going to like, sure, I mean, like, you got to really take a shot at the prez through a T-shirt. Like, you've tweeted about it enough already, Axel. Come on. Yeah. And and man, like listen, you can't bring politics into into merchandise because yeah, it's going for charity, but now half the people that would have bought the shirt ain't gonna fucking buy it. Yeah. And they're not gonna listen to your shit now. They're gonna throw up their little p- protest like it's gonna do anything, and they're not gonna listen to your shit now for like the next month. <laughs> or let's give it two weeks. Let's be real. Yeah. People don't have that kind of self control. <laughs> and now our uh, Twitter is basically uh, at least our like the guns and radio Twitter is being well not flooded but I do have seen like a lot more of like the, the very like hardcore MAGA dudes arguing with some of the like the, the diehard GNR fans I follow so I'm just mm-hmm. like oh, it's it's one of those again it's just like fuck bullshit like, you want to say something but you're just better off staying out of it because it's, it's a never ending war it's like you're just like trying to convince an idiot about something and they're just going to be set in their own ways. Like they're so like stubborn and hard headed. You're just like, whatever, go be a fucking idiot. Like you'll learn eventually you hope, but it's not always like that. 
The way it was explained to me, somebody said this to me, and I thought it was a very good analogy. It's like when you buy a car, and it's a piece of junk car, and you would have been better off uh, to scrap it and get a new car, mm-hmm. but you you would have you would have spent less money on fixing it by scrapping it and buying a new car, but you're being stubborn and you've committed to it. And out of pride, you don't. That's 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 what this is like. And I was like, that's a very good analogy. Yeah, I agree. That's a, that's a better way of putting it. It's just tribalism, man. Yeah, it, 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 it all breaks down to tribalism. Everybody wants to be in their club. And, uh, look, man, I've said that, 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 you know, even in American politics, the other side does dumb shit all the fucking time I don't agree with. But that ain't got nothing to do with this podcast. It ain't got nothing to do with Guns N' Roses. It ain't got nothing to do with music. And yeah, Axl Rose on Axl Rose's Twitter page or should say whatever he wants to say. I'm not saying like, stick to making music or nothing like that. I'm saying on your, because I do it. Like I post shit all the time on my Twitter about this kind of shit and how I feel about it. We don't put it on our official shit. Yeah. So, I mean... Because, I mean, it doesn't have nothing to do with the music. Uh, I would much, I think, uh, one, I did say, I think it should have been, a, they should have put it on a mask. <laughs> they were going to do that. But it made a whole line of Juniper masks. Yeah. Yeah, like a uh, different uh, Juniper look. Yeah, they could have put anything. They could have made a Guns N' Roses custom shirt just for this benefit and sold a hell of a lot more of them and benefited the charity a hell of a lot more. Yeah. So, uh, with that being said, I think, uh, putting out that shirt is a stupid ass decision. Cause I even had to look up, what does it mean by COVID 45? Like what the fuck is COVID? Yeah. I thought it was like a misspelling of like Colt 45, like the Afro man song. Yeah, call 45 and do zigzag. Baby, that's all we need. (laughs) Oh, shit. That would have been good to do a review of on 420. Maybe next year. Marijuana? (laughs) There will be enough. We got seven more to go. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Oh, man. So, uh, speaking of GNR management, I don't have this in the notes, but we're going to talk about it anyway. Did you did you hear Fernando's... Uh, somebody recorded it, where he did yeah. a Q&A inside a thing, but he said he didn't want it recorded, and then somebody recorded it anyway. And... <laughs> Someone's going to record regardless. You're the management of one of the biggest like arena bands like that's still rocking to this day. Of course, I'm gonna fucking record it. And yes, someone has sent it to me. I will not say who, but someone has sent it. To me. <laughs> and I haven't really listened to too much of it. But <laughs> there is some did. interesting shit. Yeah, I've always liked Fernando. Like, I mean, I don't agree with some of the shit he's done in the last, let's say, ten months or so. Yeah, the last couple of years, I think I'd say. But uh, he'd always been real cool to me, and I liked him. So in that in that aspect, like like used to, you know, me and Rick, we would go to uh, Guns N' Roses, 
we'd get there, we'd get our spots in the front row or something. We'd text Fernando and be like, Hey man, we're here. Come out and holler at us. <laughs> and, and then it would never fail. Like he would just pop out of the curtain and he'd come down and he'd come around and talk to us and he'd hang out with us for a little bit. And I always thought that was really cool. And he was cool to talk to. He was cool to just bullshit and chat with. Uh, and it became part of the experience for us. I'm like, oh, we'll go. We'll holler at Fernando. Uh, that was part of it. Uh, the guy that sets up uh, Axel's teleprompter uh, and uh, was a monitor guy is what we called him because he was always setting up the monitor. And he would come out and he'd be setting up the teleprompter. And we'd be going, whoa, monitor guy. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, be like, we signed my pass. We <laughs> signed my VIP pass. <laughs> which is funny because uh oh i don't want to talk about that too much because i think that's going to be the topic of the next rick show but uh i ended up meeting him in real life bumping into him uh while he wasn't working one day mm-hmm. and i was and i, I knew if i said because i tried to get him to sign something backstage before and he ran away and hid Oh my goodness. Uh, so, so instead of like when I met him in real life, instead of going, uh, hey, monitor guy, like I, I knew not to do that. So I was like, uh, pardon me, sir. And he turned around and I was like, oh, it is you, monitor guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, fuck. <laughs> fuck. fuck. No, that, was, that was cool because like, like, like he got to figure out I wasn't as scary as he had thought I was. Cause, I get being freaked out with some guy wanting you to sign his shit and stuff like that. But. I just freak out. Hell, he turned out to be really cool, too. I mean, awesome. uh, I mean, management is doing weird things. Has been mm-hmm. for fucking quite some time. Uh, but I think one of the things that uh, we talked about earlier uh, before we went on the air was that uh, we were talking about management and how they kind of trolled everybody with the Hammerstein uh, ballroom thing. What exactly happened? Because I didn't see that. Yeah, so it was like a, by the time this year, it would be like at least a week or two ago, like recently, it was like the um, the anniversary of the those four did at the Hammerstein in 06. And I saw a lot of the other fan accounts were tweeting about it. I know Brando from AFD tweeted about it. Um, and then uh, the official Guns N' Roses page tweeted, like, hashtag on this day, whatever, in 06, Hammerstein, NYC. And then it sent, it was a, like a, a YouTube link. It's like a link, something said GNR Hammerstein 06 on YouTube. So I was like, oh, shit. Maybe that's some of that live footage they're actually finally releasing. That and we've so been you promising. Click it, yeah. That <laughs> they said is coming soon. The official Twitter, fucking even Instagram put it out there. Um, yeah. So you go to click this YouTube link, and it's literally the biggest fucking troll job ever because you think it's going to be actual footage from this concert. No, it's just the set list, but here's the studio version of all the songs they fucking did. So it's like, fuck, it's a big fuck you in the ass, literally. I know that the there was a time from that, the soundboard mix from that mm-hmm. uh, concert is a big deal mm-hmm. and it's really good yeah. i don't know if you've heard it if you've heard it yet or not but if you have i guess they were still uh, 
figuring out exactly what it was going to sound like. Because mm-hmm. the album version of There Was a Time doesn't sound... I mean, it does, but it also doesn't really sound anything like the uh, uh, the Hammerstein 06 version. Yeah, I think that those concerts are very infamous because that was the first time they played like better um, IRS and There Was a Time. And I remember those like leaked around that time, I think, like on the internet. I mean, that was, I think, the origin of Axel calling out, like, oh, you downloading motherfuckers and shit. So that's why I believe it's iconic for that, those reasons alone. Okay. Well, maybe they'll get that shit together, because from what we learned from Fernando's uh, chat that he did, we're not going to play any of that here, don't... Uh, I still think that's not cool to, to, to play, yeah. the, to be recorded when you're not supposed to, you know, when you didn't want to be recorded, but... Yeah. Uh, uh, from what we learned from that show, which I'm glad somebody did because I didn't get to hear it when I, I wasn't there when it happened. Mm-hmm. But um, apparently, the way Fernando tells it is they basically just got trucks full of footage and they don't know what they've got. Yeah, apparently they have a whole entire like hangar worth of yeah. footage from like every concert. Uh, when you think it'd be a good time to start figuring that out, bud? When you yeah. think it would have been a good time to start organizing the shit? Like, like a good 10 years ago oh man like you would think they'd have it in like 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 a library like i'm sure like if you go to wwe's vault and their huge stockpile of footage that you can go to a card catalog and see that this is here in this section yeah. on this shelf it's, it's yeah i mean it would take having to do something you know to set it Definitely. up and they pay people there to digitize the content, like, and they're constantly doing that too. Uh, we're not going to see that footage. I, I, I would be insanely surprised if we saw that in the next six months. Who knows, man? Cra- crazier things have happened with this band. Yeah, of course he could have been trolling when he said that shit too, because uh, it could yeah. be just about to come out, and he wanted to act like it wouldn't be coming out at all. Yeah, I mean that's a possibility too, but uh, that's really all we've got in the way of GNR news. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to move on to the next bit? Let's move on. Uh, what do we have next, actually? Up next, this was your idea. <laughs> oh, and I, and I wow, I would. <laughs> I would. <laughs> <laughs> so, Caputo came up with this idea for a bit. Uh, we've talked a little bit about, we're both big wrestling fans. <clears throat> and we hope that you guys listening are. If not, I guess skip this bit. Uh, but this is—I thought—I thought I did like this. I thought it'd be interesting. Who would? Okay, you explain it because you can probably explain it better than me. Yeah. So it's basically like G, the members, like any anyone who's ever been in GNR, when that's probably at least like a good twenty people, <laughs> uh, whoever, as who would be like their pro wrestler counterpart, like in terms of like not not always looks, but also like personality wise and such as well. Like who would they be like? the equivalent to in like pro wrestling in a way. Okay. Yeah. I get that. Uh, I've come up with five here. Do you want to start out? Um, sure. I, I got like, a, I got like a few here. Um, I'm, I'm going to just go off like on a, on a fire here. Paul Tobias is the Virgil of guns and roses. The Virgil, <laughs> literally. I'm thinking of the sad Virgil meme with <laughs> the lonely merch table. <laughs> Paul Tobias. I was in Guns N' Roses for a fucking year. 
Oh, that's funny. That's... I wrote one song for them. We're like three. Who gives a shit? I was Axel's friend, and I didn't want to tour, and he probably hasn't talked to me since 02. <laughs> Brian May is uh, the 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 Bret Hart of Guns N' Roses, but not like the WWF Bret Hart, but the WCW Bret Hart, where he came in, and he's this big legend, and then they never really did anything with him. Yeah, so who would be the Goldberg to kick his head into the fifth row? Oh, hmm. The fans. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. No, because the fans didn't even know about it. They'd heard rumor about it. Probably management, whoever was the manager at the time. At that time? Oh, man. Would it still have been Goldstein? I don't know. Doug Goldstein? Maybe. Yeah, it could have been because if the, Brian May was there like in like the late nineties, yeah, very like the turn of two thousand. Yeah, yeah. During the two thousand, wasn't that during the during the two thousand intentions thing? Yeah, so in like two thousand, yeah, probably ninety nine two thousand. I think Goldstein was still there. I think. Okay. I feel like someone else can correct <clears throat> me on this. Yeah, they probably will if we're that wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um. What else you got? Let's see. Uh, I got one. I put right. Buckethead. I put Buckethead as Kane from the 90s. Oh, fuck. <clears throat> I was trying to think of one for Buckethead. That's perfect. Because when I was a kid in the 90s and Kane came out, they scared the shit out of me. That's gotta be Kane. <laughs> <laughs> Buckethead's creepy. Yeah. You could be like a mix of like Kane and Undertaker. So, like, Undertaker shoots lightning and stuff, but Buckhead's powers, he can, like, whip the nunchucks. <laughs> That's <laughs> pretty cool. Could have, Buckethead could have, man, could have been in that whole Ministry of Darkness. He could have been the manager for Undertaker and Kane. Like, you see him coming out, and they're just these two brooding big men walking down. And then you yeah. see Buckethead with his nunchucks, like, walking by. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I'll give, I'll give Buckhead one thing. He knew how to use the guitar better than Jeff Jarrett. At least he drew a dime. <laughs> oh, oh! He could draw a dime on a piece of paper. <laughs> what? Uh, what's another one you got? Um, so I play like Robin Fink, but this is like specifically like O one, O two, Robin Fink. I oh. put it as the boogeyman because <laughs> <laughs> they both look like just creepy motherfuckers. Yeah, he did look skeevy. Like, if I ran into that guy in an alley, I'd probably be like, what the fuck kind of neighborhood is this? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I put Bumblefoot uh, as Mick Foley because he's just so nice. Yeah, and Bumblefoot looks like the kind of guy who would, like, do crazy shit for the fans. One One of my buddies in the wrestling business, when I was, uh active we did a show with mick foley while he wasn't under contract or anything i don't think he wrestled he Mm. just came in and he like made an appearance and helped set up a storyline and then uh uh, signed autographs and stuff like that Mm. but uh after the show uh my friend uh my friend justin took him back to the hotel and uh, he was like uh 
He's like, and, well, he was backstage and was like, any of you guys want to give me a ride to the hotel? And then they took him back to the hotel. And he's like, come on in for a little while, man. And so he came in the hotel and then he said, uh, they were sitting there at the table at the hotel. Cause it was, it was just like, it wasn't even nothing fancy. It was like your standard. And I think it was even a motel. Like it was like your standard motel. Like you go in and there's the bed and then there's like that table and the couple of chairs sitting by the window. And they sat by the window at the table and chair and just bullshitted about wrestling for like three hours. And it was like Mick, you know, he dropped him off and then it was like Mick invited him in and he was like, and then it was starting to get late. He was like, man, there's another bed here if you want to spend the night. And he was like, well, I need to be getting home. <laughs> but he was just like really, really nice to him. Like, you know, cause he was like, I honestly thought about it, <clears throat> but I, that made me think of like all the times I met Bumblefoot and just how nice he was. Yeah. What you got next? Um, who is this? I'm still like kind of like torn on this one. I think Dizzy Reed could be like, I'm trying to think. Yeah, Dizzy Reed is probably like the Brutus Beefcake. Because <laughs> he's literally, he's like the most loyal fucking dude. He's like always stayed loyal to Axel. Yeah, like Brutus did with Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like one. Axel could also, Axel could also technically be like a Brutus Beefcake. Because like for each look, it's like a different fucking uh, beefcake gimmick. Because <laughs> he had the Hulk Hogan stash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That matter because every yeah, there's like a new actually a new look every like four years, and I'd be like Bruce Beefcake. He's like the Booty Man, the Zodiac, the Disciple. Oh man, somebody Photoshop it and send it to us. Dizzy Reed is the Booty Man. <laughs> <laughs> Never thought I'd say on this show that Dizzy Reed was the Booty Man. <laughs> <laughs> I put Duff McKagan. Uh, his could be the big show because he's a big, friendly giant. Oh, uh, yeah. It could be. I was trying to, like, for Duff's trying to think someone who's, like, ripped to shreds and, like, tall. But it's pretty hard to, like, find. I'm trying to think. Yeah. <clears throat> for Slash. Like a less, uh, oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You had a thought. Yeah. I was going to say, Duff could be like a less charismatic John Cena. Cause, I mean, they both like are like in shape, but like Duff has about 400 pounds less muscle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and being a bass player, you don't talk too much. Yeah, yeah. Um, Let's see. I put Slash was RVD 420. <laughs> That's also ironic because I put Slash as Matt Riddle. <laughs> <laughs> they're both like stoner type characters <laughs> I love that like nothing Slash has ever done has really been very stonerific but like on this yeah. show when we talk about Slash we always talk about him like a raging pot like my impression the Slash man is like he's always stoned but, but yeah, like he kind of does sound like one a bit when you hear him like do interviews and stuff he kind of does <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you have uh do you have another one? Oh, okay. This this is another good one. You may like Chris Pittman is like that's like Jimmy Hart. <laughs> <laughs> I can see <laughs> that. <laughs> They're both good in the studio and then they just tag along for the ride. <laughs> They're just in the background there, they they still get paid. <laughs> Waving his towel around. Come on, baby. Yeah. <laughs> 
because like Jimmy Hart was like he was also a musician too. Like he did like yeah. a lot of the WCW themes, and like Chris Pittman was in the studio doing a lot of the shit for Chida. Uh, the last one I've got is uh, Axl Rose, mm-hmm. and I, I was torn on this one. I had a couple, but I said uh, either. Now this depends on where you meet him and what kind of mood he's in. Because I think mm-hmm. we can agree that Axl Rose isn't the same person when his moods change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, so, like, if when he's in the when he's in the streets and the paparazzi are pissing him off and shit like that, he becomes Dean Ambrose. Okay, all right. <laughs> like a, yeah, like an Ambrose, John Moxley type. Yeah, and uh, like when when somebody in the crowd's throwing bottles or being an asshole, and he jumps off the stage. Uh, to fight him. Uh, yeah, that's a very John Moxley, Dean Ambrose move. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, uh, as a performance, uh, when he's on stage and stuff, I put Chris Jericho. Because uh, he's very rock star, very over the top, and uh, stuff like that. But then you know how like Chris Jericho will talk back to the audience if they piss him off while he's working? Like, mm-hmm. I'm from Winnipeg, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, that made me think of, get that guy out of here. Get that guy out of here. What did you get? Did you have any more? Uh, for my actual one, I was a little torn. Because I, I was kind of like in between, like, I thought Savage. Because, like, they both have, oh. like, these, like, unique voices. And they're both always fucking paranoid about something. Um, There's some shit going on there, brother. I don't yeah, like like, he's it. like larger-than-life characters in a way. Or he could also be like a Hulk Hogan. And then again, that goes along with you know, Chris <laughs> Pittman being the Jimmy Hart and uh, Dizzy Reed being Bruce McCake. Yeah. <laughs> yes, 2010 Axel is Hulk Hogan. But like <laughs> the great value, like George Walmart brand clothing line. <laughs> well, let me tell you something, Ashba. <laughs> Then again, who would Ashba be? Shit. I couldn't think of nobody for DJ. I tried. I've got it. I wrote down DJ Ashba, then I scribbled it out. That's good Let's think about it. Oh, who you got? I'm thinking since, I don't know, I'm just putting like, I'm doing a connection here. DJ Ashba kind of looks like a knockoff Chris Angel. Uh, And there was a knockoff magic wrestler called, was it Fantasio, I think? funny but it's mean but funny (laughs) 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 oh man that was a fun bit yeah that was (laughs) fun to say the least holy shit (laughs) Got a little more mileage out of that one than I thought we would. Yeah. We're gonna a have a Fantasio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to move on, man. <laughs> when it popped up on the screen, man, that's when I lost my shit because I wouldn't expect it. 
I was sitting here talking to you, and then we we record the show on Skype, and then I don't know how it'll look, but we'll 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 make a video version of that at least that segment to put on Instagram. Definitely. <laughs> and when it, and then like it just popped up in the corner next to Caputo here on my screen, and. Uh, <laughs> When it just popped up, I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> and, and it was such a goofy-ass fucking picture. Oh, man. Anyway, let's play a transition. Yes. We've got to go back into history. That's our, like, our dubbest transition, by the way. Intro for a bit. Eh, whatever works. It does work, yeah. Anyway, on this day in rock and roll history, and today is May 25th, 2020. And uh, we got three of these that I thought were interesting that we could probably talk about. <clears throat> on this day in 1938, Vernon Presley is sentenced to a three-year term at the Parchman Penal Plantation in Mississippi for forging a check. He basically got a three-year prison sentence for writing a, writing a, for well, forging a check. Mm-hmm. His wife, Gladys, and his son, Elvis, are forced to live on welfare. So Elvis's dad went to jail today in 1938. So that's 90-what? Uh, that'd be 80-something. Long-ass fucking time ago. But uh, that sounds about right, because I know a dude that did that shit in in 2000 and uh, uh, the mid-2000s. And he did, I think, two years? Uh, Fucking good. You shouldn't be able to just do that shit and get away with it, so. Yeah, I agree. Let's see. This one ought to tell you how jaded i've become because this one's from 1973 and the first words of the of the paragraph are carol and i and i expected when i was reading it the next word to be basket carol basket (laughs) (laughs) carol king gives a free concert for a hundred thousand fans in new york central park on this day in 1973 what's your favorite carol king song um the first yeah, I mean, one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one. That's the that's the one I like too. <laughs> the one where she sings. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do like that one. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> uh, fun fact, I was actually not at that concert. <laughs> Uh, in 1970 this is the last one in 1978 the who perform a concert in london to be filmed for their documentary movie about the band's history called the kids are all right uh however the reason this is historical is because this would be keith moon's last performance with the band before his death on september 7th Dang. and with that we're going to move on to our next bit ladies and gentlemen caputo and i here we're known for uh doing uh usually a shitty music video hmm. but we thought we'd hit you with a uh with a little something different today hmm. and uh give you an epic music video and uh which is funny because when we were planning this uh it wasn't planned we were trying to figure out what else we were going to do 
And then um, I we were having a little trouble because Chris here is in Canada and I'm in the States. So some of the videos he was sending me uh, weren't working uh, were not available for me to view. When we finally, I was waiting on the last one before and I was, and then in my head I was like, we're, I'm going to suggest this video if this video doesn't work. And then it, this was the one Chris was trying to send me. Yeah, 41 episodes later, but we've now, uh, I think, have gotten to master the magic of twin telepathy, even though we're nowhere close to being twins. I know, right? But uh, this is my favorite music video of all time. I will go ahead and say it. All right. <laughs> and uh, when we uh, when we get it uh, started here, you can head over to gunsandradio.com where you can uh, find the 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 link to the uh, to the video. And um, I guess we're gonna go uh, three, two, one, play. Should we tell? Well, I guess we should tell them what it is. Yeah. This is uh, "Call on Me" by Eric Prayer Prez Prince. I, I believe it's Eric Prids. 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 Okay. Yeah. Prids. Prids. Okay. Swedish. Yeah. Uh, I got to be honest. I never really cared who this song was by. Yeah. That's how good it is. It just well, always. It, yeah. It's it a always... sample of like that one '80s song. Yeah, Valerie. Call yeah. me Valerie. <clears throat> uh, let me see here. See if I can get this loaded up from the link that you sent me. It won't let me play the very video that you sent me, so I'm going to have to use another another YouTube copy. Oh, you want to count it down? You want me to do it? Yeah, I'll let you do it. Three, two, one, play. All right, from the get-go, I think you may have figured. Booty. <laughs> may have figured out what I like about this video already. Uh, v for vagina. <laughs> and oh, there's just one guy here. Yeah, if we could, that's the only thing. Like nothing is perfect, but if we could just get rid of him, then this video would be like the best music video of all time. Yeah, you know what's really weird? He actually looks like Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Oh, he does. <laughs> That's what he did. That's who it is. I'm gonna tell myself that's who it is. Yeah. This is his daily workout routine He's and in whatever. Softcore porn music video and his mom <laughs> fucked the Rolling Stones. What do you know? <laughs> I'm gonna tell myself that uh, that uh, in whatever the Canadian version of the White House is, this is his daily morning routine. Yes. Parliament Hill, baby. Nothing but softcore porn and. Uh, one pieces that basically are about three seconds away from showing your fucking camel toe. <laughs> oh man, this is nice. What's that chick's name? I have no idea, actually. Man, this makes me want to take yoga classes. There's just like I... so many like behind like the, like freaking butthole vagina shots. It's just like <laughs> wow. This makes me think of, uh, you know, like I said, I wanted to take yoga classes, but uh, they frown on me bringing a lawn chair and sitting there with a beer. (laughs) (laughs) All right, girls, get your legs up. Now spray your giraffe cheeks and just let it go slide in. 
Man, I hope shaving your legs is still a thing after quarantine. <laughs> I hope shaving in general is still a thing. Just because you ain't getting any dick doesn't mean you shouldn't shave your fucking mystical forest down there, ladies. Hey, listen, And you too, dudes. That's a personal choice. For me, it just doesn't feel clean. Yeah. <laughs> listen, light bush is okay. If it's like... <laughs> Friggin' like two, like in like two strands, compact area. No, put my thing near Middle Earth. I was thinking when you said light bush is okay, I, I was thinking about, about the beer, and I was like, yeah, that is the okayest of beers. <laughs> bush. <laughs> <laughs> that too, I guess. Is this what happens after every yoga class? Piece of uh, softcore porn that's probably legally allowed to be shown on TV. <laughs> oh, that was nice. As if it wasn't sweating enough in this fucking place without the air on right now. <laughs> my air conditioner gets picked up on the podcast if I leave it on. So uh, come the summertime, when we get about July and August and September, you guys are probably just going to have to deal with it. But you know that music video I found out... Uh, about earlier this year actually has a sequel to it really yeah there's another music video that picks up where that one leaves off we might watch that one in a future episode definitely definitely keep that on on tabs may even do it next week Wait, we don't okay. have that'd be one less bit for us to write if we remember <laughs> you yeah. <had> to... <laughs> write it down <laughs> god damn it I'll write it down. That don't mean I'm gonna remember. <laughs> uh, I'll put do the sequel next week. Do the sequel. Do it. But uh, with that, um, you ready to listen to the song of the day? Yeah, let's get to it, man. All right, we're gonna take us a little break, and when we come back, we're gonna listen to "Suicide" by Adler's Appetite. <laughs> Nice riff at the beginning. Yeah. I'm going to pause. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting a lot of Izzy vibe off of this one. Really? Yeah. Like, it's like, it sounds like Izzy, but it's like not got that kind of relaxing kind of vibe that we're used to. You know what I'm saying? But it sounds like, yeah. it sounds like somebody trying to kind of put their own spin on whatever that style would be called. Here's what's funny is because I was kicking myself for not putting the lyrics in the comment section of this video. Then, like I normally do. And yeah. then the top comment uh, is the lyrics. And I was like, oh, okay. That's that's convenient. Somebody else all did it. And then I looked who did it. 
<laughs> I was like, I know he's gonna do this. I'm like, I'm gonna just fuck him over. <laughs> <laughs> and I totally forgot. And then you turned around and saved the day an hour ago. So you did this yeah. like right as we were going on the air. <laughs> yeah, because I was trying to look for the lyrics and like, I couldn't find anything. And then like I found like it was on my GNR forum. So I put the lyrics to the entire like EP this uh, song is on. Good call. Good call. I hope you saved that link because we're going to probably need that because this is not yeah. a popular EP. Let's see Definitely. who we got. Uh, it's Jizzy Pearl. Jizzy is Pearl. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that name. Yeah. Uh, when you really Pearl. think. Yeah. Think about it, Jizzy Pearl. Jizz the pit. <laughs> like a pearl necklace. Like yeah. what? You're jizzing on like a mom's tits or something. <laughs> uh, gross. Uh, <laughs> who? Uh, I I would read the rest of those guys, but I, I don't think you know who they are because I sure don't. So Sherry Kelly sounds kind of familiar. I don't know any of them. Robbie Crane. Eh. He was once the basis for rats. Oh, that's cool. It's a oh, okay. That's cool. Rats a really good band live. Yeah. Yeah. Carrie Kelly's worked with Alice Cooper slash Vince Neil. Wow. Oh. I was thinking of Kelly Kelly when you said that. Oh, it's the girl so nice they named her twice. <laughs> that's pretty bad. Because she used to just be Kelly. Mm-hmm. And then I guess they said, fuck it. Kelly squared. <laughs> All right, let's get back to it. Wait, I heard shit's away on my sanity. Shit the way of my sanity. Yeah, that's what the lyrics I put in there were. Yeah. From what I got, yeah. Okay. I mean, I've shit away my sanity before when I had a a bad burrito at Chipotle, but, I mean, not bad enough to write a song like this about it because the next line is, save me. Yeah. I was going to say, speaking of shit, that's like me for the next day for nine hours after a Taco Bell. Oh, dude, I know. Yeah. But it's, it's just so good. See, this should have been Suicide's music in TNA. Looking pretty kick ass. Okay, so what I'm getting out of the lyrics is that this seems like about maybe struggling with addiction. Could be. Because, yeah. like, Stephen was kind of going through that at the time. I don't know if he actually wrote this stuff or not, or if he just played drums on it and put his name on it. Yeah, no, but, um, here it says all tracks written by Adler's Appetite. Okay, so maybe like it's like a group yeah. effort. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I dispute the shits away my sanity lyric. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah.
Okay, we're getting a breakdown. That's a really good solo. Uh, it's making me think of something, but I can't. Uh, I've lost it. I can't think of what. It reminds me of another solo, though. Yeah. I just, I just can't think of what solo it reminds me of. Yeah. To me, like, this whole song kind of sounds like a sort of knockoff of a revolver type song. Yeah, now that you say that, like it's very like like that slow solo was like a, like a like a sort of like a slash tribute kind of thing, and this guy sounds like Scott Weiland with like a deeper voice. <laughs> Kinda. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're getting another one. Okay. I think it gets in the way of my sanity. I don't think it's shit the way of my sanity. I think it's loneliness gets in the way of my sanity. Okay. I think we're pretty well done. I love that uh, the comment section on YouTube has already kind of beat me to uh, what I was saying in the beginning. And uh, this comes from uh, Ready to Crash Down. And he says, uh, uh, yeah, I know his name is Jizzy. It's even written in the description. And uh, this is Adler's Appetite, not Axl Rose. Oh, so he's replying to somebody, though. Oh, well, the guy was a pussy and deleted his fucking uh, comments. So. Oh, no wonder we can't see it. No, yeah. no, he did... Did he? Yes, because like there's an at thing, but where's the comment? Like eight years ago. Well, yeah, but if you go a little bit, a few uh, down underneath it, it's uh, Car- Carter. I'm not going to say his last name. You can look that up on your own if you really care that much. But it says, in all caps, raise the singer's name is Chizzy. <laughs> but oh, then this, Skid Roses says, uh, it pisses me off that these guys are next to not known. And I agree. Like, that should have been good. Um but I really want to read this comment from uh, Glam Americano El Ritorino. And he hmm. says, Este es el puro tema ben Veneto del Disco. And uh, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we even read a few comments. Look at that. Check you out, though. <laughs> at the very top there. Um, all right, so what do you give it? Um, for this like CVS brand uh, 
velvet revolver <laughs> track. I'll give it like a, a one and a half. Uh, yeah, it's really difficult for me to. Uh, I mean, instrumentally, it's it's okay. Um, uh, it, but the, even the solo makes me think of something else. I just can't, I can't access the file in my brain right now to pull out what it makes me think of. But, um, anyway, uh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'd say, I'd say one and a half, two at the most. Yeah. I was going to give it a two, but I'm like, there's not really enough like, yeah. qualities of it. It's just, eh. Yeah, I probably won't listen to this again. So there you have it. Uh, it's nice that we're hating on a song. It's not by Izzy for a change. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, Izzy stuff is getting a lot better now, so that's good. I know, dude. I'm so glad we was getting good stuff by Izzy. Because them, them first, I, even though I don't like Call Me the Reason, I stand by that. I don't like that song anyway, regardless of who sings it. But Yeah, that, um, one, was, that one was like, eh. But a lot of them have been pretty good. All right, well, there we've got uh, that taken care of. So with that, uh, you want to spin the wheel and see what we're doing next week? Yeah. Um, Just a quick reminder, um, in two weeks' time, it is my birthday, and we're going to be doing a very special birthday bash episode. We're going to have a guest, maybe two guests on, who knows. We're working on it. Yeah. Yeah. So in uh, two weeks' time, that's going to be a song of my choosing because it's my birthday. Fuck you. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we won't be spinning the wheel next week. You're just going to yes. tell us next week what song you've uh, chosen. We'll make the big reveal, get a drum roll, and everything going. You know, I'll throw in the beep, boop, 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 boop. While the wheel is spinning, we want to tell you to head over to GunsRadio.com and check out GN Extra where uh, we're going to continue the party from today. So uh, the show doesn't end here. We, uh, we hang out with you a little longer, and we're going we're gonna to keep doing that over there on uh, GN Extra. So, yeah. Check it out. No More No More by Velvet Revolver. Okay. Oh. Next week on Guns and Radio, we will be listening to No More No More. But Velvet Revolver. Nice. I've it's never been a while this. since we've covered. I think this is the second time that we've only covered Velvet Revolver. So. Uh huh. The first one was uh, Messages. That was like our biggest episode at the time. Yeah, which is not anymore. It's been overtaken. Our now most popular episode, most downloaded episode, is River by Izzy Stradlin. Oh, wasn't it? Here comes the rain. Oh, you're right. You're right. It is Here Comes the Rain. I'm sorry. Yeah, over like uh, a thousand plays on that episode, which is insane. Yeah, that's our first episode to uh, crack the thousand mark. Look, there's so many that come near it. And so far, our number one episode has changed a lot before we <laughs> noticed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like right now, as it stands, uh, uh, yeah, Here Comes the Rain is uh, is our number one most downloaded episode. So we want to thank you guys for listening to that episode and yeah. uh, making that popular. And uh, with that, are you ready to go home for this episode? Um, oh, I just remembered another thing, actually, um, to 
any uh, musicians, um, bands out there, cover artists, like tribute bands, anyone uh, that if you're listening or you know anyone that's you know in a cover tribute band, hit us up. Like, let us know because we'd love to have you have you featured as the musical guest to end our show. So we're accepting yeah. anyone right now. <clears throat> that's right. We're looking for musical guests. I forgot about that. Good call. Yeah. Uh, we want you to come play on our show. So. Uh, definitely, uh, definitely hit us up. And, uh, I guess with that, uh, it's time to wrap it up. So until next time, I'm Dustin Bones. I'm Chris Caputo. We will see you next week on Guns and Radio. Peace. <laughs>